I've been working on a new website here for the church where I work for the past uh, several months, and it's probably been the most difficult thing that I've ever done online. So today I wanted to record down some thoughts and remind myself why I do the online stuff that I do. Hope you enjoy it. I'll see you after the intro music. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Technically Speaking Podcast, the podcast where ministry and technology meet. Uh, as I said at the uh, beginning of this, uh, well, first of all, I'm trying out a new format. I don't know uh, I don't know if people will like it, if listeners will like it. I figure I'm pretty early on in the infancy of this podcast that uh, I, can, I can change and, and mess around with some things and see what works better, but I thought it would be a nicer listening experience to not have season one episode whatever as the first thing you hear, but the first thing you hear be me kind of giving you a primer of this is what it's about. If you're not interested, you know, I'll see you next time. But if you are interested, hang around for a few seconds while we get to the song. Uh, And so hopefully you're into the new formatted intro. Uh, But from what I said in the very beginning, that little snippet at the, the beginning part there, I've been spending the last... Uh, several months, kind of off and on, uh, I've been spending a lot of nights working on uh, a website for the church here. We have one, and I think it's better than probably 90% of typical church websites uh, in within the Church of Christ. I don't know about other church websites. That's what I care about. Um, it's pretty good, but I felt there was a lot of improvement, a lot of things that could have been better uh, needed to be uh that need to be improved upon. So it was good, but I thought it could be better. And so I've been working on that. And I've even been using, I used uh, Wix this time around. I've messed around with WordPress before, uh, but uh, I wanted to give it a shot. I've seen a lot of ads on YouTube and stuff. So I gave Wix a shot and it's it, it helped me out through the process, I imagine. Uh, I've, I've had a little experience before and it, this was better than those experiences, but it was st- still a very difficult thing. And originally, I was going to talk about today, uh, let's see, last episode I talked about common website mistakes that churches make. I was going to talk about design mistakes that churches make within their websites. Uh, And that's something that I'm going to talk about in the future. But as I'm uh, coming to a close with this website, I'm getting ready to publish it here soon. I just switched the domain over, so that should go through in a, a couple days. I wanted to take a step back. Uh, from the website and remind myself in kind of a, I guess this would be a bit of a uh, an audio diary today, remind myself why I do this stuff, uh, why I put myself through the difficulty of making a website or uh, the pushing through writer's block when you're not sure what to write about on, on the blog or whatever it is. I wanted to remind myself today why I do these things, and I thought that maybe it'd be helpful for you too. Uh, if if nothing else, give you a window into why I do these things, but maybe it'll give you the kick that you need or the motivation you need uh, to be doing stuff online. As cliche as it sounds, I've got three reasons for this. I know it's always 
three reasons. Uh, you know, it's as little as I do preach, can't take the, the preacher out of me. So uh, three reasons for why I, I value online ministry, why I do this stuff, uh, even when it's difficult, and even when it's hard. The first is this, and I, I say this not to sound pretentious, uh, but the first reason I do this is because of ability. Uh, to some degree, I think that I, I know what I'm doing online, uh, that I have a talent for it, that I have the ability to write things or create things, I should say, uh, that people are interested in, that people will listen to or, or at least get attention to some degree. Uh, internet was going to be part of my life anyway. Uh, my dad tells a story that when I, I think he's, it's when I was five, I hopped up on the chair that was behind the computer and said, I'm old enough to use this now. And I wasn't getting up uh, on the internet. I was playing video games and whatever was on there. Minesweeper, even though I didn't know how it worked, the uh, the pinball game that was on there, and I got pretty good at that. Uh, but that was, from a very early age, something that I did. I was involved on the computer, and I went through dial-up, and I remember... Uh, I remember not being able to get online because somebody was on the phone or I'd be in the middle of watching something or playing something and then it would cut out because somebody picked up their phone. Uh, and, and I remember going through all that stuff, but, and it wasn't until, uh, it wasn't until high school that I kind of looked at it and said, okay, there's something that can be done with internet, uh, in, in Christianity. Uh, there's there's a way that this can be encouraging and good and helpful to other people. I want to explore that. And so I started writing many devotionals for my youth group uh, every week, probably like four sentences long, and then they got to be a little longer. And then I went to school, uh, went to went to college, uh, and those things became an actual blog, and then it became a different blog, and then it became Strong Church uh, from, from another guy's idea. And I jumped in with him on that. And now we're doing stuff like this. But I've always kind of had this, I think, ability to do things on there, or at least uh, been told by some that I had the ability and felt like I had some some degree of competence of what I was doing online. Uh, it does help that I spend a lot of time researching this stuff. How do you reach people online? How can you uh, influence others? How can churches use these things or Christians use the the Internet to to help other people. Uh, and so I, uh, just very plainly, the first reason why I do this uh, is because I think I have an ability to do it, and and not using that ability would be a waste. Uh, and that's, I've got some ability to play basketball, not enough to, to go pro, of course, but I had enough that, you know, when I could play, I went and played. Uh, even if I was hurt, even if I was injured, if I was tired, played. I still do that today. Because uh, I don't want that ability to go to waste. I play music, and I still do that whenever I, I can. And I, I help people uh, even with, you know, I, I may not be able to play drums as much as I used to, but having the musical background, I've helped people learn how to uh, uh, keep the beat with their hand when they're leading singing. You know, you know, something that I've been able to share with people because that's an ability I have to some degree, and I want to use it. I've got the ability to, to do stuff online, and I feel like I've got to use it and not let it go to waste. So that's the first reason. Second reason I do this uh, is because I desire to do it. Uh, I, I see a great need online. There's, there's a lot of evil. There's a lot of bad, uh, but there's a lot of good, uh, and I think there's opportunity for more good. 
Uh, and I, I have this great desire to put things out there. I mean, people are making a career off the stuff they do online now. Uh, and it's not an uncommon thing anymore. It's a common thing to make a living off the internet now doing all sorts of things. And I've I've had this desire not not necessarily to make money, not to to have that as my full-time job and it it kind of is uh where I am now. But I've had this desire for a long time to take the technology of the day and use it to reach people. I I had the desire to become a minister because of a camp I went to. Uh, a preacher camp I went to, and then I went back, and that really uh, kind of got me going on the idea of being a minister. This was uh, the summer before my junior year, I believe, and and it got me really excited about that. Well, as I continued through the process of becoming a minister and studying and growing and all that, I realized, hey, I I loved I spent all this time on the internet. I love doing stuff on there. I love ministry. Why not? figure out a way to bring the two together. And so I've had this desire for a long time to to do things online that help challenge people. Uh, and and typically Christians, uh, I'm not I typically don't do much for non-Christians on the internet, I suppose, uh, though I've written some things, but my biggest thing is, you know, we we see Christians Sundays and Wednesdays. With the internet, I can see those same Christians on Monday and Tuesday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I can encourage them, or I can challenge them, or I can continue the study, or I can keep growing with them uh, and spend time with them. And I just have this desire to do that, to to be in the lives of other Christians. We may not be able to meet up like the early church at the same place every day to enjoy a meal together, enjoy God's Word together, but we can discuss and share these things online. And so I have this desire to do that there. Here's the third reason. So I I, I feel like I have an ability to do it, and I can't let that ability go to waste. I've got a great desire to do things online and to find new ways to reach people. And if if the Internet stops being that, by the way, I'll go on to whatever the next thing is. But right now, my desire is for ministry technology on the Internet because the Internet is the thing, and it's not going away anytime soon. And here's the third uh, and probably the biggest reason why I do this. There's such a great potential with the stuff that you do online, it is very unlikely that I will ever reach millions of people with something that I do online. I won't say very unlikely. It's possible. Uh, but it's it's not going to be anytime soon as far as I know. That being said, there's potential. It could happen. And if I keep working and I keep doing things and I keep uh, putting stuff out and I keep getting better at those things and look at the best way to put those things out and to reach others, it's attainable. It's it's not just it could happen if maybe something gets picked up. If I write a book, there's potential that it could go out somewhere, but it depends, you know, who sees it, who reads it, what about what's my circle of influence, is it going to be picked it's a lot less likely, you know, is it going to be picked up by a publisher and all that kind of stuff. It's a lot less likely to get spread around everywhere. But I can put anything online, and if I work really hard, I get better at what I'm doing, there's an attainable potential to actually reach uh, hundreds, thousands, uh, potentially into hundreds of thousands, millions of people. All right, that's that's exciting to me, and that's something that, 
that I can't just sit back and go, okay, well, we have a tool that could potentially reach hundreds of thousands, uh, millions of people, and I'm not going to use it. I'm just going to go ahead and, and not do anything with it and sit aside and not do any work on it and not not try to reach that potential of people that I could possibly get to. That just feels wrong to me. Uh, it doesn't feel like something I, I could do. And, and so part of my motivation and my driving force behind what I, why I do what I do, because there's such a great potential with this stuff. And I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to start doing this stuff too late. And I, I kind of did already, but at least I'm doing something now. Uh, but I don't want to be behind the curve. I, I want to be ahead of these things, doing everything that I can to use what ability I have and the desire that I have uh, to potentially reach as many people as possible. Uh, and, and the Internet allows me to do that. And that is why I do the stuff I do. That's why I spend uh, hours, many nights a week uh, wrestling with a difficult website. That's why I spend you know weeks at a time uh, trying to bust through an idea for an article or why I spend time talking about videos or other podcast ideas with people I work with. It's because of those three reasons, ability, desire, and potential. I don't know if you do stuff like this, uh, and, and I don't know why you do it if you do do this stuff, but I hope uh, that today's episode, I, I know is a little weird. Um, I was kind of going off my typical string of subjects. I just needed to stop and think and reflect on why I do this stuff. Uh, and hopefully I can go back and listen to this at a later time whenever I feel discouraged or feel like maybe something I'm doing is not producing a lot. And go back and listen to this and, and realize you've got reasons for why you're doing what you're doing. So keep going. Maybe you felt like me at some points where you go, you know, this isn't really reaching anybody. It's not really doing a lot of good. I don't have to keep up with this because it's not really accomplishing what I hope it would. I hope this changes your mind, helps you to keep going. And if you're not doing anything online, maybe this will be the thing that uh, inspires you to go do it. Uh, I don't know. But I hope you enjoyed the episode regardless. Uh, if there's anything related to technology and ministry that you'd love for me to talk about. It doesn't matter uh, what it is. If it is technology uh, to any degree, we'll talk about it. Uh, and, I, and I'd love to hear those suggestions from you. You can email me at jdaviddodgen at gmail.com. Uh, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode, the new intro formats, what I can do to be better, and what you'd like for me to talk about. Uh, that's been the show today. I hope it's been something that's helpful to you. Go ahead and keep creating. I'll see you next time.